Okay, so listen, we have to start out with some business, and I'm serious. It's not a bit. Uh, I want it to be the cold open of the episode because it's actually kind of important, and yep. I want to make sure everybody hears it. Um, I got an email today from Fireside, our hosting service, mm-hmm. and the fee to host the podcast is going up at By the how end much? of the month. By a lot. By more than double. So, What does that mean in terms of real numbers? So right now we pay about $20 a month. $40? Host the podcast. Wait a minute. Let me get through this. We pay about 20 bucks a month. So it works out to a little less than $250 a year to do the podcast. Right, 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 right. Which at this point, I've been happy to bite. And our lovely Patreon subscribers have contributed in part mm-hmm. to getting this handled. But now it's going up to 50 <gasps> a month. That's so much money. So it's about $600 a year at this point. Ew. Which I cannot afford. No. So... You and I can have a conversation about how to potentially split that or something or figure it out. Figure something out, yeah. I've also emailed them to make sure that this is not a mistake, that there's not another way around this. Um, But the deadline is tight. They're only giving me till the 23rd to decide whether or not I want to continue with them. And if I decide not to, we're only hosted till the end of the month, which would mean migrating a bunch of our episodes and stuff to another service, which... I don't want to do. I don't know how reliable that will be. Right. We'll lose all of our metrics. We'll lose oh. all of the descriptions for the episodes. Oh. We'll lose a ton of stuff. I'm not rewriting any of those. So for the listeners, I'm putting this at the beginning of the episode to say, listen, this whole problem is solved if 10 of you people will subscribe to the Patreon. That's and not, all we need. Not not you dollar motherfuckers. No, no, no. We're talking about the $5 I need barons. Level. Yeah. We need, we need 10 barons and this problem goes away. Immediately. Because I would like to just be able to continue to do the podcast the way we've been doing it. Without having to do more work. With the same service, without having to do more work. Because in all honesty, the other option that we can pursue if this doesn't work out is we just take down the free feed and we only do Patreon from here on out. Oh. Because let's be honest, this podcast is just for fun. We like to do it for fun, but we know there's dozens and dozens of you that listen every week that contribute nothing. (laughs) <laughs> and if you like the show and you want it to keep going, you know, we go out of our way to do it. And that's it's at great expense to some of our mental and physical health sometimes. Yeah, it takes time out of our uh, out of our week and it costs us money to do. It costs my liver personally. Um, so we would appreciate it if we can just get 10 people. 10 subscriptions is all we need. The podcast is free and we don't have to talk about this again for a long time. Um, but as it stands, there might be major changes coming up if that doesn't happen. So <sighs> we will see. But uh, I don't want to pay three hundred dollars. That's what I'm saying, man. It's gotten it's gotten really expensive, and I and I just think it's because inflation is going up. That was based. They didn't say that in the email, but oh, they is it said because they loaned out some servers to some I, bitcoinery. Now their service providers are now charging them more, so they um, have to pass it on to us, and right. I understand that. And I really like the company that we work with. They're good. They make it easy for us. It's been very cheap up to this point. Normally, right. we would have started out at this price point. <gasps> but all I'm saying is, you know, we could use the help. We know there's a bunch of you listening. If you can afford the $5 a month, 10 of you, that's all we need. So Aim, aim high. 15. 15 loyal listeners. And yeah, then hey. we maybe, you know, get a profit. I mean, if we, can, if we can make a profit out of this, that's fine. But I'm not even asking for that. I just Daddy th- needs new headphones. This is a headache today that I didn't expect to get. And we have a very short time to solve it, unfortunately. Yeah, it's kind of very annoying, yeah. Yeah, I asked them also if there's for any an way extension? to grant us an extension. Because I wanted to reach out to our listeners and say, hey, if we can rectify this problem, it's no big deal. If we can't, we're going to have to pursue other options. So, you know, other mm-hmm. updates incoming in future weeks. 
Uh, and with that, the Green and Lewis song. back up uh in the um uh i think you know i'm not one for woo except for candles but lunar eclipse in um in scorpio times blood moon or red moon blood moon i don't fucking know moon's on the rag and it's pissed it's got tails and and spikies and the whole world has been on one for the past 48 hours it's been wild. Yeah, there's a lot of negative energy out there. Ooh, dark psychic forces. Oh. But you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson says that lunar eclipses are so unspectacular that if people didn't point them out to you, you would never even notice them. Yeah, because you're asleep when that shit's happening. I Just saying. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't fucking know. But no, I'm kind of with you, man. There's been a lot of uh, dark psychic forces yeah. rampaging the earth uh, the last week or so, I Oof. would even say. Yeah. When did that... Uh palestinian uh, journalist got kicked out Ooh, of her coffin uh, that was a bad one that wasn't even the beginning of that whole episode but my god the, the the idf man the israelis they really have no shame at all it's gotten pretty bad <laughs> the optics of that are particularly wild Oof. Oof. Um, yeah, yeah. i don't really feel like getting oh yeah israel talk right away that's okay i mean you know people are just getting capped left and right at home and abroad so oh yeah oh those dark psychic forces <laughs> yeah. in buffalo oh yeah it's been a bad week yeah maybe we shouldn't start out by laughing at that although mm-hmm. what can you do you know yeah, you i'm laugh- over here controlling my soul's desire for freedom oh boy i have the welsh drone across the table for me policing the door making sure i don't escape this is more like what's the kathy bates movie uh where she blocks the guy's ankles i don't know man I'm not It'll a Kathy Bates me. aficionado. It's a Stephen King. I'm also not a Stephen King aficionado, unfortunately. Um, but I'm not a fan of yours, so it doesn't really matter. She's like a super fan of this writer, and he falls ill in her cabin, and she's like, you can't leave. She puts his ankles in between two blocks of wood and then slams them together to break his ankles oh. while he's awake. Oh, my God. Well, I was going to say I was a little offended that you're not a fan of me. I mean, I think, you know, we've known each other a long time. That hurt me a little. We're work friends. But but, uh, if that's the ultimate result, I'm I'm fine. I'm your biggest cheerleader. I'm not a fan. God, that's that's somehow more pathetic. (laughs) You know? That's like that's like coming in third place and your parents are like, you know what, we're just we're just really happy for you, son. Or silver if you're Japanese. Yeah. Well if you well, speaking of getting capped, you're heading out to the forest. If you come in second place in Japan, let me tell you. Oh, boy. Dark, dark energy. Do you want to tell the readers what you have? I have the COVID again. Rona part two. I have it Electric again. Electric boogaloo. But guess what? It's not a big deal. I don't even feel sick anymore. I'm on my fourth day now. No. Yeah. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Oh. That's four days, man. Mm. Right there. Yeah, four you days. You test tomorrow and just get your freedom. Yeah, I, I think uh, I did I did a little, you know, I went to the bodega yesterday mm-hmm. and I went on a walk today. So I've broken free of the cage. A Outdoors of is fine. I'm telling you, I, I 
I feel so not ill that I was like, it's worse for me to just sit here and convalesce. Do you know what I mean? Like the air feels rotten when you've been inside for too long and you're like, look, 75 degrees outside. To fuck. I need some fresh air. I need some vitamin D. That's good for you, Mm -hmm. according to Rogan, you know, who's the number one source of medical information in the country. I mean, I do have vitamin D supplements on the counter. That we all trust. But there's nothing like the sun is what I'm saying. So I went out, you know, I went out today. Fuck it. I don't care. I was outside. I'm not killing anybody's grandma. Yeah. All right. Honestly, you know what, though? I was complaining about it initially. Because it does suck being trapped inside, especially right. as the weather's turning. I'm like, this is bullshit. But I was complaining about overwhelm last week right. on the episode. <clears throat> and I you got am, a little vacation. I am really grateful for the vacation from everything. Every once in a while, that's nice. But after 72 hours, I'm like, okay, we're done here, right? No. We're, we can just be done now? I mean, when I had Amari on, it was New Year's Eve, and I felt absolutely... It was like New Year's, and I was ill or something like that. It was like the 28th, and I was like motherfucker did not feel ill just was like i have a sniffle and then was like i took two extra naps how fun but like no yeah it's so nothing like this is so nothing but like i don't know like people are falling falling down left and right all over the place i'm like fucking christ yeah well i mean i think it's on the it's obviously on the uptick again it has been for a couple weeks we're probably at the peak of the wave right now and then it's gonna consolidate and go down for the rest of the summer because it's nice outside. There is a does. question of bringing back masks in all indoor areas. And I'm no, like, no, we're just not going to do that. We're okay? done. How about I'm not? I'm not. I just don't think they'll get the compliance anyway. I'm just raw dog and air. Like, you it's know, fine, man. I mean, I don't know. New York's going to be this way forever. You know what I mean? This is as close to freedom as we're ever going to get is like the constant threat of new sanctions mm. and then just really no enforcement of it. Right. That's how it's going to be from now on. Mm. I don't know. But they can't do anything. Just live your life. It's fine. Yeah. All right. Um, well, if we want their money, we shouldn't talk about this particular subject. But what what else? Oh, have you really? Because people don't like it. People yeah, don't like right, it when right, we talk about right, that. Yeah. But I have it right you now. You have it. So it's, it's on so trend. So I'm just yeah. acknowledging the reality, which You're is You're probably s- ahead of the curve in terms of, you know, everyone we know getting it. Oh, well, I just was due for it. You know what I mean? Right. I had it pre-vaccine. So, and I didn't get boosted. So it's been a very long time since I've been confirmed any amount of Is anyone game. getting a booster? Not really. Yeah, a- according not. to available data, like less than one third of people have it at all. They only boosties only last three months. Uh, the Pfizer one is maybe even less than that now. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that part we everything. won't talk about. All right. But I'm just saying, hey, listen, you know, nah, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to bring anything back. Well, Who have cares? you done any? You know, what's 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 been your like mode? What do you mean? What's been my mode on vac on you know forced vacation? Oh, I mean, I'm just bored to tears, man. I've been reading a book. Okay. Uh, that feels better uh-huh. than being on the internet all day. Yeah. Um, I haven't read anything in a long time, so I'm finishing up a novel that Ulrika gifted me months ago hmm. and just got set to the side by other obligations. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that. I've been uh, starting my morning by drinking too much coffee and then turning on infinite ammo and all guns in Goldeneye and okay. just going on an absolute murder spree on the runway for I about feel like two hours. This is not like the greatest thing to say, like in this particular climate. In Goldeneye, it actually I'm going is on a Goldeneye, murder spree yeah. in Goldeneye, uh, literally yeah. in, right. in Goldeneye. So I've been doing that. Um, you didn't fire up the switchy. I had plugged in. Right no, you. you know, I wasn't in the mood for new video games. I got so bored, in fact, that I've been watching people play Halo Two from 2004 on YouTube for hours at a time. I can't. I can't give you shit. I've watched people play like Mega Man X, like speed runs. You know, somehow it scratches the itch. Like, 
It's almost as good as playing. Just I watching. don't want to play. Actually, I do want to play. Actually, yeah. I, I, you know, I've been ordering things on Amazon. That's another oh. activity. Oh, we're spending money. <laughs> so I, I almost ordered like a USB Xbox controller so that I could get some like pirated version of Halo Two and play it on my computer. But I don't know. But I'm in. Okay. I'm not giving in to things like that because I have to insist that this core is only going to last the legally mandated amount of time, and then I am done. So I didn't want to dig myself any holes financially right. where I'm now I'm like, oh, I'm obligated to play Halo 2 every day. Right. Or that's just the justification when uh-huh. in reality it just tickles your limbic system and you get addicted to it and ignore your other responsibilities. Mm. I didn't want to end up in that position. So I don't know. When you're asking my, what my routine is, I don't really have one. I mean, I took a soak today. Oh. I took a bath. It only lasted like a half hour because I got bored. What? I don't like baths. Did I don't you like put the, in the Epsom salts? I did. It felt nice. Did you put the foam in too? No, I didn't know there was foam. There's foam. It was just salty bath. No, That's no, because it's unflavored salty bath. Yeah, I don't know. It, like I said, it felt good. I just like, what am I supposed to do sitting in a windowless room? It's better to sit on the couch with the window, at least. You can go on your phone. I know. I, l- I listened to a podcast while I was in there, kind of yeah. closed my eyes, sort of half napped. It was nice, you know. Napping in a body of water is not a great idea. Well, I didn't really sleep. I was listening to the podcast mm. with my eyes closed. You know, it was, you a, also gra- it was a, a grandpa style, like I'm resting my eyes moment. You could have also like, I don't know. I don't, I, at this point in my life, I don't take a soak without having some kind of alcoholic beverage. You could have gone to the bodega and like, I'm going to have a day beer and have a little soaky soak. Well, the other advantage of this is not drinking and just sleeping a lot. Right. Like not setting an alarm. I'm back to my usual form, which is sleeping 10 to 11 hours a night. <laughs> and it feels amazing. I've been denying myself this for yeah. like almost a year. I'm very jealous. You have no bags under your eyes right now. I know. How I feel, dare you? I feel so you good. Bitch. I mean, aside from the slight scratchiness in my voice and, you know, a minor bit of fatigue, I feel like a million bucks right now. Mm. I'm ready to rock and roll. Rude. So, so fucking rude. It's going to be really exciting. I'll go to Phil's opening. Bobo at O'Flaherty's. You think you're going to test out? I mean, even if I don't, nobody really has to know cut this part doesn't this this will drop that day (laughs) so well that's the other thing i didn't tell my buddies that i'm going hiking with this weekend about this at all because i didn't want them (sighs) to get all lame about it and be like "Eh, you have to quarter me in and you can't go so they're gonna find out uh once it's too late just like everyone else i don't have it or at least i don't think i do you don't have it i have been getting headaches but that's also dehydration so yeah i mean i really don't think you have it man i think you kind of can't have it I mean, people go around in circles uh, because you can obviously get COVID twice. I'm not denying right. that. But there is such a thing as natural immunity. It does last for a while. It's better than the vaccine. You're you good. had the first one. You're good for about yeah. a year mm. is is my firm belief. I think that's absolutely true. Anybody that gets it more often than that is sickly in the first place. I might I might take a little testy swab tomorrow at some point just to be like, mm, I also just want a vacation, quite frankly. Um, I could use a five-day. Um. You could just Photoshop a test. I know somebody that did that. That's fucking insane. Um, no. Um, yeah, I'm just like, mm, I could use a little. Although I have. Oh, like you can a- send him a picture of my test if you want. I still have it. With the fucking frog t-shirt? No. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. No. No. I, I have vacation in a month. Cool. That's good. I figure. I, I don't know what to do, though. It's birthday days off, mm, so I'm like, yeah. hmm, what do I do? Can't go anywhere, really. Don't want to go anywhere. 
You never want to go anywhere. That's the thing. You absolutely could. Well, go I want to. I want to go to Palm Springs, but it's June, and it's a weekend. And the gays, they take it over. <laughs> I mean, that's I can't do anything fun because the gays are all taking it you, over you in the summertime. Do, like, you fuck. could do plenty of fun things that didn't involve going across the country. I mean, going somewhere doesn't involve going to California every time. You know what I mean? You have but a I car. But I like the desert. Okay. Oh, you, you want to go somewhere? You could go north? to. You could go to. Well, it's not desert, but you could go to Florida. I want to go to Florida. I don't know. You could go somewhere fun and beachy that you would love. Hmm. You know. Hmm. All right. Well, hey, don't growl at me. I know you don't want to go anywhere. I don't know. I don't know why we brought it up. <laughs> I really. Yeah. You're just gonna staycation like you do, as you do, as one does. Yeah. Ugh. I know that's. By the way, I, you know what? I think I'm gonna work on it tomorrow. Are you off tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Okay. We might need to collaborate on this. We got to figure out our plans, the summer plans. Oh, I got for dub- the big trip. Okay. So we got to figure out the dates because some some dates of certain things at work change, and I'm a little. Livid, well, but. there's also a narrow window for a couple of other reasons on my end and your end, frankly. Somebody's wedding that I forgot about. Oh, fuck, it's that week. Oh, God. Dude. So that's just a party. That's not really a wedding, but yeah. We're going to have to figure this out because it's going it, to, there's kind of a, you know, the window is narrowing in terms of when we can go and in terms of buying shit and Price, scheduling yeah. all this stuff. Um, You know. Remind me tomorrow to apply for another credit card. I would like some more extra liquid cat, liquid money, hmm. debt money. I love debt. Um, I don't know if you understand what liquidity is. <laughs> no, I don't. I sure don't. Sure as shit don't. So but we're I, getting we're getting a second mortgage on our debt. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Wow. The one with the cash back. Yeah. I want, sure. also want miles. How do I get miles? Okay. Well, all right. We'll talk about this later. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. I don't know how to do a lot. I'd have someone explain to me. I was like, photoshopping a bunch of stuff, and I was like. <clears throat> Why is everything like lots of straight lines? Why is everything flaring out like it's a fucking skateboard? And I was explaining, there's a bunch of things in the camera and in new iPhone. I know this is very boring and probably stupid, but like there's a lot of things that are preset for normies that make no sense if you're just trying to use a camera as a document device. Yes, I know what you're And you have to about. opt out a lot of out of a lot of things and I was like, what the fuck? What? You do. Uh, I didn't know. It's funny that you bring this up because you may have forgotten, but I also you just, just got, got a new the device, new phone yeah. too. Ew, you put a you put a case on. No, I did not put, put a okay. case on it. I have the iPhone 13 Pro, mm. so it's sitting oh, on three. a giant oh, yeah. block of lenses. I might want to get a case just to keep it level because I hate that. Like uh, me tippy. too, man. It's stupid. My number one complaint about this phone so far is that it's heavy and it's lopsided because of the amount of camera on it. But anyway. That's a lot of fucking camera, my guy. At the end of the day, I wasn't going to talk about the phone because at the end of the day, I feel like your dad and the new TV where I'm like, I just want it to be like it used to be. I literally held it to my my employee was like, fix it. I know. And he was like, you are not being my mom right now. I'm like, okay, fine. Show me how to do it. It's, he's absolute, like, it's buried. I'm like, It's oh. absolute boomer mode, dude. As soon as I got it, I was like, oh, it's the wrong shape. It just has things in slightly different places. I just don't want it. I just want it to be like it used to be forever. Well, well I just don't understand why you have to opt in why you can't just have to opt in. you have to literally opt out of the stupid like selfie mode bullshit i'm like listen photos are photos i don't want special effects to make it seem like a perfect photo because no fuck you right right like, no what apparently consumers must love this because when you're setting up the new phone it tells you like hey we're gonna pre-install filters based on your photo history that will optimize your and i was like excuse me no, no. thank you no way um, yeah, I mean, I, I think for most people that are just taking like vacation pictures and selfies for their influencer Instagrams and 
TikTok videos, it probably is an advantage, but it but really gets no. in the way of just straightforwardly documenting things. Yeah. It does the wildest thing with rectangles. And you're like, my friend, I got you for rectangles. Why? Why are we doing this? It like automatically went into live mode once. And I was like, just because I was burst, I was doing burst photos. And I was like, who the fuck wants a live photo? Nobody. I don't know. I don't know why that was ever a feature. That needs to be permanently disabled. I yeah. don't know how to kill that. I mean, it just says a lot about the, uh, you know, as Anna Katchian says, the Charmin verification of society. Oh, boy. Where people are so devoted to, on one hand, everything being frictionless, and on the other hand, everything being, like, artificial, <laughs> that having preset stylization is considered a plus a plus fuck right. you no i want no no i want to be able to be like oh we have the features they're there you just have to find them so it's like a fun thing if you do want it but like i just want normal it would be like if you bought a new mercedes and every time you got in it the air conditioning was automatically on at full blast in the middle of winter yeah and you're like they're like you run hot i'm like yeah but it's cold outside you dumb fuck Right. The idea that a stylized photo would never be context contingent and would always be applicable. It also was doing automatic color correcting that I was like, everything's pink. No. Yeah. Record the scene. And I was like, at least it's like the integrity is very high. So white balancing is a lot more sensitive and more accurate when you do it. So I'm like, okay, this is fine. But it's just extra work that I don't want to do. I'm like, just change the fucking picture. Anyway, that's been my day. That's been my day screaming at my devices. I mean, it, it, it implies to me that Apple must be... They say that all your data is encrypted and that nobody looks at it or whatever. Bullshit. But I bet like when all of your photos go to the cloud or whatever, when they go to iCloud, they're probably like compiling data based on you know machine learning algorithms that can kind of tell what's in every picture. It m- leads me to believe that mm, more than 75% of the average person's uh, camera roll is just full of selfies. Insane to me. That must be why this is a thing. It has to and, be. And based on, you know, some experience, I think that is mostly true. Well, let me let me explain this. I've, I've said this, I don't know if I've said it on here, but I've said it, I you know, to people. Like, you know, as someone who is just like, you know, really trying to like go through the weeds on Hinge, like the amount of selfies people take where it's all selfies, I'm like, you don't have friends. Okay. Clear. Exactly. I you know. know, like this is the kind of thing where it's like, we're now dealing with like, you know, a young generation who loves taking selfies and grew up doing that. But then these like 35 year olds were like, selfies are new. Like the people who bought selfie sticks right. are now approaching middle age. And I'm like, okay, what? You still don't have friends, but also why are you doing filters? Why are you doing Instagram like big lip filters to be like, what, what? Well, it shows my age, but whenever I see a selfie, I always have like a Vietnam style flashback to the early 2000s and pictures of emo girls in a mirror with a point and shoot with the flash on, you know, Creedence Clearwater starts playing and I hear the helicopter (laughs) and suddenly I'm back in Saigon. But it used to be that that was the language of prostitutes that was absorbed by young women on the internet and it was viewed very negatively like even in the days of live journal and zanga that was the sort of social credit that you would trade around on those platforms but from the outside that was always viewed as a profoundly like narcissistic and depressing gesture it was always for me the look up like 
and get the bangs. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, oh. man. Exactly that. Or or in the mirror, like sort of. It's what of Britney Spears is doing on her Instagram now because she has control over precisely, it. Precisely, yeah. But that was never viewed positively, except amongst that tiny community. Everyone from the outside was kind of like, huh, what do you guys. This is gross. Like, who takes pictures of themselves? A picture is a thing that you ask to be taken of you if you're on vacation or you're with a group of people. Or people or... just sneaky take them and like, you look good in that. And you're like, okay, sure. thanks. Wow. Yeah, yeah. A candid portrait is a totally other thing. But the idea that you would take your own picture, there was a time when Oof. that was viewed as profoundly strange. I think it still is outright. Like, I don't I don't it's love not. this. I know, but it's, I mean, granted, do I do them? Yes. The only time I do them now, I figured out a way to expand light in my room so i have a door from here yeah leaned behind door and i needed a place for mirror because i had to hide shoes and pants like uh, the hooks needed rearranging there's a moral to the story i promise so i figured the mirror that was hanging on the inside that you left or was it always there i don't know i think it was always there so i put it on the non-used door so it bounces light from window into room makes it a little bit brighter has the benefit of like, oh, I can have, you know, I can do my own version of FitPics that you subscribe to, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, it also helps with Hello Boys. I just, I just, I just got my fitness on. Um, but it does, that's the only reason, that's the only way I'll take a, a selfie is in an actual mirror. Because the artifice is all laid out where you have camera. Right. And it's in front of, like, you know, like all of the things are there there's no like arm out to be like i'm not oh thank oh, i'm you know there's no state the staging is laid bare it's the brechtian thing of like here's all the stuff we got a mirror you got a person you got a camera yeah i get what you're saying i i understand yeah i'll subscribe to that i think that's funny or like more you know you know what level of artifice you're dealing with instead of like, oh my God, someone's looking at me. And I think regardless of levels of artifice or anything, all I was trying to say is not that you should avoid taking selfies or that anybody is should, capable. I think you should too, but everybody does it. Do you know how bad you look in a reverse fucking camera? It's one of these criticisms that always sounds cringe to make and you do just sound like an old person because it's like, yeah, look, well. everybody does it and everyone's susceptible to it, but the the saturation is what is the problem for me, not really the mode. Right. You know what I mean? Um Yeah, so whatever, but like when you're taking too many of them and it gets to the point where corporations are like this is only the only thing people do, so we'll just set phones up for that initially. Oof. And then when you're talking about the dating app thing, yeah, it always read to me as a very tragic indicator of people that don't have friends. Yeah. You know, you should have some pictures of yourself not taken by yourself. And I really, I really don't think that that's common anymore. I know. You know, we mentioned one time there was some figure like in the 1990s, like one out of every six adult men uh, claimed that they had zero friends. Right. And yeah. now it's something like 27% or something like that. And <sighs> I bet it's even higher. It's probably higher. I mean, you know. I mean, I mean. Now that we're on the subject, can I show you a photo of me when I was, but a wee lad? Sure. And you can describe it for the listeners. I'm, my challenge to you is try not to use the f word. Where the fuck did it go? I'm about to lose it. Um, this will be on my Instagram, but. Oh my God! You. Ooh, wow. Yeah, there's lots. So there. okay, uh, all right. You you asked me to describe it, so I will. So what I'm what I'm looking at is a is a photo of the back of a house, 
That's my house. With, you know, white siding, slanted uh, asphalt roof, chimney, and a young Will Laughlin in the bottom left-hand corner wearing a pink sweater. T-shirt? What? That's a t-shirt, my guy. Oh, geez. Okay. Well, it looks like something a grandma might wear. <laughs> it looks sort of like a nightie. What? It's, it's pink with like a li- it's a little too drapey and it looks like it has little spots on it or something. It's heathered. I don't it's heathered. Okay, fine. Um it's a heathered pink ringer tee. You know, the thing that really jumps out to me is that you smile in this way with no teeth, which you still do. I was always well cuz braces as a child. And you don't have your glasses on. I would love so contacts. So you kind of look like a fish. Your <laughs> eyes are squinty and a little too far apart. Uh, your nose is flat. It, it, it's not quite true, but they almost appear to be on the side of your head. <laughs> it, it, it resembles a hammerhead shark with hair. With hair? Look at all that hair. And all that is, abundant hair. There is quite a mop on your head with a middle part, you know. Middle part? Yeah, basically. No, I mean, yeah. It's all... It's all th- tussled you have the early 2000s like late 90s look of a teen heartthrob on the cw your favorite network (laughs) that was very generous but uh which part the part about the cw or the part about you looking like a fish uh the cw yeah i do look (laughs) a little weird you look very weird in that picture what happened to what happened to that jaw Hmm. yeah you have a very defined jawline and your nose looks flatter doesn't it i mean you have a very pointy nose now but Back then, it looked a little, you know, it looked fully like five millimeters shorter. Well, I think that's the, I think that's the smiling because it's like pulling back the note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, but even now, I don't know. Maybe it's just the ph- photography just flattened it out. I'm not sure. I don't know. Why <sighs> did Why did you want to show me that though? Oh, such a faggot! Jesus Christ. Well, I, I wish you wouldn't say that because apparently you didn't read the article in the Guardian today oh, the about fuck, how man. homophobia against straight men is a serious issue. Excuse me. Yeah. What? And the author was saying there's plenty of straight men out there that were scarred by being called a fag or gay when they were younger. And I don't appreciate you saying it in front of me because now you're bringing back my trauma from my lived experience. Listen, you sissy. Get your shit together. <laughs> um, what? What? Yeah. In fact, you don't even truly understand what homophobia means until you've experienced until it you're from straight. a straight perspective. <laughs> This is a serious. This is a genuine article from today. Look, I have many years deep in the closet finding Christmas presents to find that fucking. You know, I'm straight. Straight. Hmm. Well, I just love how it always comes back around to um, basically cis people. They have to figure out a way to make it about themselves. None (sighs) of this. You guys are so persecuted. I can't even like. I was going to say prosecuted, but that's also true. Mm. Um. But anyway, yeah, your your faggy little picture. I mean, it's not as bad as you're saying. If it wasn't for the grandma shirt, you would look uh, fairly butch by your standards. True. There was another picture that I did not take a picture of because I was like, it was full teeth, like arm around mom and grandma. I was like, that there, that's a queer right there. And I'm like, we're not. I, I was like, you can burn that if you want. <laughs> I was like, oh, that looks bad. But come um, on, that's queer erasure. Yeah. You can't do that. I can. Okay. If you're the queer. Wow. You can just be like, ooh, no, 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 sweetie, no. No, 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 no. You didn't, you don't know better. Hmm. I also found, like, pictures of, sorry, I'm, like, having flashbacks now. Uh, I also found pictures of myself, like, at my, like, high school graduation. I was very, I was a very happy youth. What happened to him? Fuck. I don't know. I never met that Will. Yeah. 
you were grumpy from the day I met you. Yeah, that's and that true. was it, that wasn't that many years later. I mean, in that a span like, of eighteen months, you lost your innocence somehow. Yeah, I don't know. I became, you know, rode hard and put away wet. You were thrust into the world, and you would you would reemerge as fun will sometimes after seven drinks ten years later, and then seven more drinks. Like, <laughs> it's not fun anymore. Um, and then Billy comes out. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, very weird. But I was you experienced like, your youth as a fun time. Apparently, I'm like, who knew? But like, you know, delusion does things. Um, but no, I was never like. I also think I repression does a lot of stuff. I think. What do you What do you mean? You just repress a lot, so you're like, I'm in <sighs> denial. I'm gonna focus on the. Granted, though, my cheerful optimism is, you know, a through line. Hmm. Okay. Not cheerful, but <laughs> optimism. If you insist. Maybe not cheerful, but like general optimism about the, the state of the world, even though you're like, oh, it's all fucked, but yeah, it could get better. You know? No? Am I misreading I don't, myself? Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if I would say that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think when, you know, we have over 50 after shows that... Probably point to the... <laughs> that, can, that can attest to something else... Which is, yeah. I think, I think when it really comes down to it, you're a pretty neutral person. Like, right. We talked about this at one point when we argued about the alignment chart. That's on a Patreon show. Th- those chart? listeners will know. Yeah, I was making some clumsy analogy trying to come up with my own alignment chart. Oh, yeah. Chart and I was arguing with you about your um, dumb dumb. And, yeah, yeah, but when we eventually got over it, I recognized about you, you may not think of this of yourself, that on any alignment chart, I think you're going to be pretty close to the middle. Hmm. Everybody falls into some of the quadrants. Or right. one of the quadrants. But yours is always going to be like, just so. You know? Mm. Pretty close to the middle of the thing. You're not a very polemic person. So when you talk in terms of optimism and pessimism, I think of you in that way as riding somewhere pretty close to the middle. I think it depends on the mood and I think it depends on the topic. But I think in general, you're kind of oblivious in the best way. Mm. Where you're like, I don't really think about it that much. And then when you're making me think about it. in instances and then I'm always like, well. I had my I had my point. I, I proved my point and I'm done and I'm back in the middle. Like I'll spike when I need to, but yeah. yeah. But so I just I wouldn't describe you as optimistic. I don't think that that's true. I know better. Yeah, well, there you go. And then I wouldn't describe you as pessimistic either. Yeah, I'm not that much of a bitch. <laughs> See? Yeah. Yeah. It's always something like that. And I think that's an admirable trait. I think you're pretty unfazed by most things as most people should be, you know? That's that's not normal though. Well, that no, maybe is normal. <laughs> I don't know what kind of world we live in. Um, but I think it used to be more normal, or at least that's my um, that's my romanticization of the past. Right. Is like I think that's ideal, even right. if it was never normal. I think the ideal person should be just pretty reasonable and rational, and use the information that's provided to them to like make an assessment. And, you know, sometimes that means you change your mind. Sometimes that means you're over here. Sometimes that means you're over there. And mostly you're just, like, going about You can be day. persuaded. Sure. But also you're, like, eh, to a point. Yeah. That's hard for that's hard for people to understand. I, I, I kind of rub up against this a lot in my day-to-day where I'm, like, you know, think of what's reasonable. People are, like, how do I know what's reasonable? I'm, like, well, I can't help you there. Um, you know, you go, there are certain rules defined by your workplace. There are certain, certain rules defined by your own central logic. You know, you're generally a good person. Use that. Figure it out. And they're like, what? I'm like, do what you want. That freaks people out. To be like, 
go frolic well yeah i think i think at the end of the day people don't actually want freedom yeah you know what i mean it's it's that kind of thing of like tell me what to do and you're like no i don't want to i hate to be the caricature of myself and make it immediately like political and polemic but i really do think that 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 is the root of that at the end of the day that's what you're gesturing at is like when you give people actual autonomy and you're like hey guess what you get to decide for yourself they're like wait what no no one's telling me what to do like most people are fucking lemmings man They'll they'll go over whatever cliff you tell them as long as somebody with authority tells them that. They're I not know. really concerned about being reasonable or rational or making the right decision or or doing the right thing. And they want to be told because it's easier that way. It's it's frictionless. Mm-hmm. Back to that. They also want the stylized photo settings for the same reason. Oh, just right. tell me what a good photo looks like. Then I don't have to think about it at all. Right. Mm. You know? Saying, oh, we're going to give you no settings at first, and you'll have to decide which settings you want. Oh, I have to decide something? That's friction. I don't like that. I think, okay, this makes sense. I think that makes sense for the the way of the world. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think, do you think that people are, like, are we in a, you know, we're in a a mode where the world has teeth, you know, at every fucking turn, right? Like, so, like, you know, getting into the the blob architecture or whatever of of our, our virtual inhabitants is very safe and very comforting but that's not reality like to just be like oh that's sick. like you know the idea of like i can extrapolate certain things in terms of apple being a service uh uh company versus uh obviously a hardware company at this point so like their whole thing is like no we want it to be frictionless we want it to be easy for you right like and a lot of people just want that, like, oh, you've already taken care of it. I love that for me because that's the, you know, penultimate I- ideal of being serviced, of being, you know, cared for in some way um, in that economy of trading goods for service. Right. Um, but when you just go, no, here's a here's a stupid brick. It costs a shitload of money. Figure it out. People are like, oh, that's another thing with a hard edge. No, thank you. But like, isn't that. I, I don't want to say like we're we're training babies to be in the world, but we're all adult babies. Oh yeah, I mean we absolutely are. I mean, you, you know, this is this is this idiocracy. isn't a new idea. This but is yeah. Wally. It's not it's not a new idea at all. But um, well, I think part of it, part of it is that people don't think of anything as a tool anymore. Right. Like. You know, I think of the phone as a tool. You think of the phone as a tool. It's there to just document something that I'm trying to capture in a neutral way, and then I will fuss with it when I need that's, to. In a way that serves yeah. my purposes, right. my purposes, not its purposes. I don't like it when technology makes decisions. No, you know, um, but it's yeah, supposed to supplement my needs. I, I, I think a lot of the a lot of the like. I'm overusing the word friction, but I can't think yeah. of a better word. Like a lot of oh. the friction in our lives comes from the idea that things are not supposed to be approached as um, as appendages. Right. Or rather, they are supposed to be approached as appendages and not as tools. They're not a hammer that's separate from your body that you pick up and use. Right. They're a thing that's just as much a part of you and your psyche and your existence as your own two eyes or your nose or your brain, you know? They're supposed to be merged with you, not extended out of out of you. They're not well, prosthesis. That's what I was going to say. It's not a prosthetic that has a mind of its own. Like, we're not, like, you know, not to be, like, Disney adult, but like this is not the Luke hand, you know? Like, just going, like, yeah, I think I would do that. You right. Know? Or even that is an actual, like, you know, phantom limb. Right. 
Well, but I think I think any sort of human future that has any real potential that doesn't just end up in some sort of um, where humanity doesn't end up in some sort of subservient role to predetermined algorithms. Catatonia is uh, a future where technology is a tool and not something that's just um, inherent to your well, life. It shouldn't also like the role of technology is the idea that like if the, if the idea of a tool is that it makes a, it makes a process easier, right? But it shouldn't be processing for you. You still have to put in effort. This is very boomer. But like, you know, you still have to swing a hammer to pound the nail in, right? Right. You know, like, you you have to have some input into the tool's usage. You know, we can't just be like, eh. Amazon said that I probably need to, you know, re-up on paper towels, so it just ordered more shit for me. Like... Amazon doesn't know how many spills I have in my life this week. Right. You know, like, maybe I'm trying to, like, cut down and use, like, towels more often. Like, I don't know. It doesn't know that. It doesn't know my, you know, as much as that algorithmic system may try. It doesn't have access to that because you withhold that as a human. You're like, you don't need to know this. And I don't need you for any, for this process, for this choosing. Right. Um... Giving up that choosing is a really twisted version of the future. Yeah, I think that's the salient thing is always is always this idea of choice or fr- freedom, as I described it earlier. Like choosing you, choice is a Jan Verwortian issue. Yeah, you actually have to keep like options in play. I, in a weird way, I, I, it might sound hypocritical, but I'm totally supportive of things like the paper towel example because normally. Um, you love this idea. That's not a that's not a decision that has very high stakes to it, and so automating some kind of process, like having to remember to do something extremely rote, yeah, doesn't really bother me. I actually think that's a positive use case for this kind of like algorithmic, like d- data learning and this kind of technology, this predictive stuff. Um, for things of low consequence that are more or less automatic, like like it or not, when you're thinking about how often you use shampoo or soap or whatever, that is pretty regular because those are things you have to do every day in the background just as a form of maintenance in your life that can be predicted and can be supplemented by computers. So you don't have to use any area of your brain to uh, – you don't have to waste any RAM figuring that stuff out. I think that can be potentially positive. However, what, hold you on. need to use whatever space right. y- you've saved in a more productive way, which no one, right. including myself, ever does. It just means more time on the iPad. It just means more wasted potential right. the more space you clear up. The promise of it was that by clearing up this space, you would get to be more creative. You'd have more time to make a painting. You'd have right. more time to read a book. But because these things are simultaneously addictive... right. Um, you end up in a position where you're losing your freedom of choice all the time. You're just filling it in with the limbic hijacking, nice feeling of the scroll. Yeah. Rather than doing anything productive with it. Yeah. I mean, it gives, you know, it's the Kelly Clarkson problem. Like you want to be able to make a choice, make a change, break away. Right. Like I had to, um, like, cause like maybe you're just like, yeah, I'm out of soap, but like, eh, I want a little change. Like I'm not, I'm not feeling this anymore. You know, same thing, like, you know, the idea of, like, toothpaste stops working, you know, quote, unquote, after a while. You're like, it's not doing it for me anymore. Got to change, got to change it up. Got to get some freshness. Same thing with, like, deodorant. You're like, it's not working anymore. 
because there is some truth to like oh your body gets used to it and less effective what sure it's all in your head but you know what happens when you're like hmm, i want to spice it up with something else you know like if everything is automated you don't really have that option because you're like well i don't have to make a choice then great like it's already here so i'm not gonna waste it like but like why would you i don't know i'm not to use your example i'm not trying to eat the bugs and get in the pod like i don't want bugs all the time i want a little little spice life like maybe i want shrimp you know like whatever right i want sea bugs um and it's very like these are i i'm always like you know i know you hate errands and i'm a huge fan because there are little things that you go hmm, i haven't thought about that choice do i want to change it or am i comfortable uh where i'm at huh it just reminds you of your presentness in the moment and of, and of your organism. Like, just like, hmm, do I want to change anything about this? No, I don't need to just throw it in. But then you're just like, ooh, maybe if I did this. Right. Well, what would that change? Would I feel any different? Who knows until you try. Same thing with like trying a new restaurant, going somewhere new, like whatever. Like, you don't, until you get out of your patterns of behavior, you don't know if you like enjoy something or not. Yeah, every moment is a light with potential, the same potential that lights the stars. You know? What kind of gay shit is that? Um, I, I fucked it up, but it's from This Is Water. Oh. We're having the same conversation as last week mm. in a weird way, but I, I feel like this is coming up over and over. Well. But, the, but, the, but, I, uh, but I am bolstering your point, which is just, yes, like, m- moments need to be alive with choice and presentness, even mundane ones, because... At the end of the day, like, you know, one of the reasons that time seems to accelerate as you get older is that you're not forming new experiences anymore. Right. Because things are mundane to you. You've had all these experiences before, and in large part, you're just repeating things that you must do. Right. Um, But the more you keep that programmatic, the uh, more you're depriving yourself of life, the faster your life's going to seem to go. If being in the grocery line... Um, leads you to look at a different tabloid cover than you normally would or have a weird con- confrontation or conversation. That I'll you be like, I want a candy have. bar all of a sudden. You or know, like make some consumer selection that you otherwise wouldn't. I mean, I think that's the lowest form of it. Yeah, but but um, these things can, you know, maintain your awareness, maintain your freedom, maintain your choice. That's all you can do. Well, this is why I'd like, can I use a for example? So like when I when I left for uh, Mother's Day weekend, I was like, okay, your mission is to find greenery for the table. It wasn't necessarily just I want to come home to greener because that is part of it, but it was also like I would like to see what you choose, and if you make a choice for some kind of very neutral aesthetic enjoyment that you would want at all, and not according to my regime, my aesthetic regime, but yours. And then I was like, oh, you failed because you didn't do it. You didn't get anything. And you're like, I didn't have time. I'm like, okay. But like, it's just this kind of, it was, I, I was slightly testing your want to do something out of your ordinary to make a weird little choice. Well, you know, what's funny about this is that, um, you know, you'd be surprised how much I slaved over that actually. <laughs> Um, because I was really time constrained that weekend for a lot of reasons. Yeah. So I had one afternoon where I could go and do my errands. And part of my intention was, um, 
I'm going to get the greenery. Right. That's one of the three things I have to do this afternoon before I have to like do all these other things. And I went to the Trader Joe's knowing full well that they're not going to have anything anyway, and they're not going to have anything that I want anyway. Mm. So I need to make a stop at Nelly's. And sure enough, I go to Trader Joe's, and they have nothing. I mean, all they had was flower bouquets. There was like mm. really no options there. Well, it's Mother's Day weekend. Yeah, that's what um, I mean. Yeah. And then I made my second errand stop, and by the end of my second errand stop, I had to pee so bad that I was like, okay, there's no bathroom here. I can't go here. I can either make it home in 15 minutes and not pee my pants or try to go to Nelly's and make it home in like an hour right? and definitely have a problem. right? And also, like, I have something to do after this, so I can't go home and then go back to Nelly's. And, like, I wanted to do it, and I mm-hmm. couldn't do it. Um. So I did think about it. I mean, yeah, sure. I, I, I take your meaning broadly that I like failed the assignment or whatever. No, 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 no. Or that there was some kind of test there of like what I would have chosen because I did want to do it. Yeah. I just couldn't do it, you know. That You know, like, but it is a matter of like, you know, if you say like you're you're worried about time for yourself, like I do think that like making really, you know, small choices on certain levels, like is making time for yourself in your own, like it's luxuriating in your own head of like, Ooh, I get to do this. And like being very, I don't know. I, as someone who's been uh, very attentive in trying to draw um, boundaries in my workplace of what my time is worth. I'm like, you know, little choices matter for my sanity, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, and it's fine if, you know, like what you explained, it makes sense. Cause like, I've done the same thing where I'm like, I'm going to piss. I'm going to piss. It's just a real material constraint. There's nothing you can do about it. Truly. I I mean, I've done it. I've also been like thrown my groceries in in the car and been like Trader Joe's has a clean bathroom going down there. But uh, again, bad vibes in that basement. So got to get out of here. But like, you know, like I, I'm, I only say it was a test in terms of like, would you make a choice for your, uh, a, a very inconsequential, inconsequential choice for yourself? You know, like, you know, that that's hard to do to be like, this is dumb. This is stupid. I'm doing it anyway. Like, because stupid things like that are little moments where you get to be like, this is for me. In, in, a, in a space that no one else can choose that for you. If you submitted to the algorithm, they would give you something that was fine. Right? Like, because there's even like a... There's a stupid thing of like, it's a co-op where you sign up and like BIPOCs will like bring you flower things. I'm like, oh, but I have to go at eight in the morning at Greenpoint. Get wrecked. Um, no, but love that's to support, also, but no, that's also just no. There's no reason to support that because that's just a further illusion. They're just giving you the meta idea that you did decide and that you do have taste. You they're, didn't decide they're, shit. they're actually yeah. they're actually penetrating your uh ability to choose it's at a more profound level where they're saying like we're gonna you're choosing profound allyship and nothing else well and that y- you know not only are you or letting formative the, allyship, allyship not only so. not only are you letting the algorithm dictate to you um a very routine thing you're also letting it dictate to you the idea that you did decide right 
I'm not ever willing it's to a go false to that flag. second yeah, level. Yeah, right. It's a false flag. That's exactly what it is. Yes. And you get to have a nice thing on your table, a passable enough thing, that when people come by, they say, oh, where did you get that? That's so nice. And you'll say, oh, I signed up for this thing. Rather right. than I made a tasteful choice, and uh, here's my recommendation. I went to this location to get it, and not this other one, because this one's better than that. Like, you have to... There's no connoisseurship. There's, there's nothing no, involved yeah. in that. Yeah. They're, they're taking away your uh, agency... Even more. And it's the dumbest thing to have any agency Everything about. that's advertised on podcasts is this. Right. Whether it's hymns or Casper Mattress or all these things. Like, on some level, they are just fulfilling the same consumer need that everything else does. Right. Some material problem, a mattress, dick pills, whatever it is. But they're also selling you the idea that by subscribing to something, you've made a choice. Right. Like, you've made yeah. a tasteful choice. No. Yeah. Advertising in, on some level has always done this. I mean, Jean Baudrillard pegged this in the early 80s. Right. This has been on a long trajectory, but right. here we no, are. No, no, no. Um, you know, and the funny story of this stupid bush in front of us is like, you know, I, I thought it was lemon branches. Now that I look at it, I'm like, I don't think it is. Um, but, you know, I walk into Grain and Vine and the person by the desk is like, those leaves are really beautiful like wrapped in the thing. I was like, yeah, it's just like some branches because I just need something for the center of the table. She's like, oh, where'd you, you got that across? The That's really, I'm going to go there. I'm like, okay, yeah. But then she's like, does it smell like it? I'm like, no, you fucking more. Like, you know, I had to obviously be like, okay, no, but they're pretty. You know, like it, any, any semblance of operating outside of the projected decision machine is surprising to people at this point. Yeah, totally. Yes. And I uh, that makes me sad. Well, that or just disappointed. Uh, Maybe it, that's worse. It but. seems to me that that used to be life at every moment was you would walk around the street and people would be making weird choices. Like the whole reason that Kramer's ca character from Seinfeld is like interesting is that he would have been like a weird dude you would have pegged on the street as like, what's up with that guy? Yeah. You know, he's made a lot of weird sartorial choices. He walks in an interesting way. He's having a weird conversation with his friends. I mean, I understand this in terms of like being at bars with friends a lot of the time. This used to happen more pre-COVID, but um, you'd be having just an interesting conversation that seemed totally mundane to you about art or movies or whatever. And it or would just describing Portal. Well, uh, other bars too. <laughs> I mean, you know, it would attract people like flies. Like, oh my God, what's going on over there? There's some sort of vortex that's not being generated by the decision algorithm right and people notice that yeah, yeah of course that can take a lot of forms it can take the form of sticks or clothes or a, yeah. a lot of things yeah but it's becoming increasingly rare i mean you must notice in just being around in new york how um you know it feels like being in the matrix simulation with the woman with the red dress even if you don't stop and gawk like every once in a while some certain person doing some certain something or looking a certain way will turn my head and kind of go like, oh, that person's different. Yeah. Than the blob. Well, what, what's weird as of late is that, you know, it used to be back in the day, like everyone walked around like, you know, an oblivious HBIC. Like, you know, we're the stars in our own. Before we had the idea of like 
main character syndrome or like main protagonist idea like everyone was just like no i'm confident and fuck you get out of my way like and now there's the main protagonist system of like oh if i bump into someone oh what an oopsies and oh like it's again it's very like it's simulacra level like sex in the city dumb of of the youth who don't say the west village they just say east village or you know they they drop the the because it's facebookification of morons you know like i even saw, saw something that said in les i'm like no it's on the lower east side you fucking morons you know like it's just like ugh. none of you none of you have the confidence to walk in you have the karenness to be able to walk and be like i have a table and it's like no you don't exclaim that you have a table you just walk to your table like normal you just go hey how's it going i'm over here and they're like we got you you, you, there's, you know, maybe Eric Adams is right. There's no swagger. I mean, yeah, nobody has any swagger. I mean, he doesn't have it either. Though. He doesn't have it either. So, yeah, you're right. Like, uh, I'm trying. I mean, I'm trying to figure out where to go, where I'm going with this. But does this, uh, does this like it? It's wrapped in this lack of choice and this la this lack of decisiveness that I just see. Like again, like seeing the red dress person is like, that's a decision to wear a red dress on the street. Like, are you a hooker? Like, what are we doing? Like, apparently we can't say hooker. Um, but like, you know, you, it, choices are now just mediated by like, Oh, a TikTok trend or something like that. Of Like right. a crop top and weird colored hair used to be like a choice. Now it's just like, well, someone else did that. So I'm doing it. And you're like, ew, gross. Yeah. You know, I, <sighs> What's going on in my head is is I always, on principle, I detest the idea that you look at the past and you think it was any different than now. Because I think a lot of our problems come from like misjudging the way that things used to be. Right. Whether that's the positive lens that we're putting on it right now, like, oh, things used to be better, or it's the negative lens that a lot of put people uh, put on the past where like, oh, people were... Uh, barbarians that uh, supported slavery so none of their ideas are valid or whatever you can't do this kind of thing with the past baby and bathwater problem uh, yeah i just i just don't I, I just think that the human condition is actually pretty constant and pretty stable for the most part i do think our paradigm of like getting technology involved to a level that is um all pervasive is distinct and makes this murky and hard to talk about but if we're talking about like the way things should be or used to be or we want them to be like it's always been the same the same choice matrix has always been there but what what is here today in a prominent way is a new kind of monoculture like we give the 20th century a lot of flack for having monoculture right you know um but it didn't really i mean there was always algorithms. They were just actually social networks in the sense of real people operating with each other. So they had a limited scope and range. Tupperware parties. But whatever, now everything's yeah. amplified by the internet. So we, when you are making a decision, it is just attributable to something that happened online almost all the time. It's very, very difficult to think for yourself, you know? But it would be, you know astounding to people to be like hey you're engaging in country club behavior for a very online person to be like what do you mean country club behavior like oh yeah you got to fit in you got to you got to make sure muffy looks a certain way gets the pearls right like what you know like you know like i mean i just think that advertisers over the last you know five decades have really won the war 
um, where I don't think that most people view being a consumer as being a negative thing. Right. If you called them out for having their uh, tendencies rooted in corporate decisions, they would say, yeah, I identify with that stuff. Right. These are just as valid. These influencers that I'm into or these YouTubers that I'm into, they're just as valid as whatever you're into, Boomer. Right. And I don't know if that's true. Maybe. Maybe that's just the march of progress or whatever, but like um I'm skeptical of that whole narrative actually. I think the mar- the march of progress, the idea that uh everything should just be acceptable and equally valid is actually wrong. It goes to our old horse of judgment. Like no, you do have to make a judgment and things that um are decided upon outside outside of the algorithmic space whether it's your sticks or something politically vital um, are superior to things that are uh, floated to you down the river of the internet through soft advertising. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, mm. The everything up, is the a soft part, psyop. You know, the fucked up part is it works so well. It's so annoying until you get to the point of like, am I really buying these two small Thailand-made shorts because all the gays look hot in them? I have a flat ass. I, I can't yeah. buy these. They're $45. It's shorts. <laughs> it works on you so well that even when you know what's going on, it works. Yeah. Like, that's, that's how we yeah. know we're in a different place, right. you know? Like, in the 20th century, if you knew that advertisement was working on you, you became something else. You uh, you rejected that and became absorbed in a subculture that existed outside of Madison Avenue. Right. Madison Avenue is everywhere now. So what we're saying is you have to go watch Olivia Wilde's new movie called don't whatever the fuck not don't look up don't look around what's it called don't worry dear or something like that don't worry darling yeah 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 it looks good though it looks good it's gonna be dumb Uh, i mean florence Pugh being railed by harry styles i'm like i'm not in it for florence Pugh. show me that show me that twink um Uh, uh, count me the other way around, but okay, fine. Also, Olivia Wilde with gravelly voice and a, a winged eye. I'm like, you know what? Bisexual icon. Even as a gay, I'm like, you're hot, but she looks like a man. <laughs> Problematic. <laughs> Whatever. Apparently, yeah, we're we're getting a, a little aggressively. Uh, what's the bad word? Misogynistic. The gays. Oh. Y- y- Wait, you're just realizing that now? Yeah, it's coming to a head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're being bad. The royal we's being bad in public. Um, well, God, I, ho- I hope the gays can lead us out into a brighter future where everyone gets to be as misogynistic as they want because that's real freedom. Well, we can usually do it now because we're so sassy and fun. Everyone gives us a pass. It's like, oh, you're an asshole. I would love for I'm waiting to- for the first gay mass shooter. That'll be a real fun one when that happens. Oh. <sighs> Gays can't shoot guns. Uh, you guys are mostly too rich to have that kind of problem. So they also no, they also are going to skip forearm day. Hmm. Why? Biceps and abs, duh. Hmm. You need shoulders. You need the little dimples above the butt. You're going to get railed later. Hmm. Become craters. Never heard that phrase, but accurate. Uh, I just invented it. Well, gutters we know. Yeah. 
craters. I was going for the opposite, you know. Yeah. A crater is the opposite of a gutter. Well, it's just on the other side of the body. It's uh, more of a depression and less of a uh, reservoir. <laughs> I hate everything so much. Oh God.